This is a little extra Lambo coming to you from the podcast studios right here in Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing? We've got on a great guest tonight. We've got on the Kentucky Renegade Patriot. You know him from Instagram. You know him from TikTok. But do you know him from the Renegade Rant podcast? I do. I was his first guest. I did a little promotion for him, did a couple videos for him about the podcast, but he is new to the podcast game and excited to be able to help him out along his journey. And he does a great show. So check that out. He's on Spotify and Anchor, Renegades Rant Podcast. And when you leave a comment, tell him that a little extra Lambo sent you. He'll appreciate that. Uh, number 35 or 36 on his accounts for TikTok. It all you got to do is search up KY for Kentucky Renegade Patriot, and it'll bring him up, and you, you can find him that way. That is on TikTok as well as Instagram, and I believe he's on uh, Kramer Says as well as your your spot. So find him out, although or check him out in all those locations. And today we were able to talk about politics. We were able to talk about kind of the, the, the structure that Kentucky has and the, the governing board that Kentucky has, along with a bunch of other stuff. We talked about Fauci. We talked about the podcast. We talked about kind of what, what's going on with censorship and, and why they're pushing hard at what they're doing. So it was a great show. And... And then, uh, you know, we, we kind of dove into what, what was missed. We, doc, we talked about, you know, President Trump giving his announcement for his reelection, And we both kind of thought it was a, a missed spot. We thought there should have been more. So something else should have happened there. So, But we talk about that. But it was a great show. Um, do me a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And then go to the Renegades Rant podcast. Do the same thing. Hit that like button. Hit that notification bell. Get his numbers up so he can start reaching out and, and getting his message to more people. We talked about why he got into the podcast game. So... It was to get his message out there. We're, we are so heavily censored that we need more avenues. Podcasting is a great way to do that. You can you can select what you what shows you want. You can be very charismatic. You can be anything that you want to be, but it's your podcast. So which is which is great. We have we have complete control, complete freedom. We're able to do what we want to do. So check him out, Renegades Rant Podcast, Kentucky Renegade Patriot on all of the platforms. Just search for that, and he will come up. So without further ado, I give you the Kentucky Renegade Patriot. Well, thank you. For uh, joining me tonight, I've got on the Kentucky Renegade with me from TikTok lore, from Instagram lore. How you doing tonight? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Uh, I just saw that you created uh, yet another account. What happened? Well, you know, TikTok really loves me. We have this love-love relationship, and sometimes 
TikTok just lo- loves to hate me. <laughs> now you were so, you yeah. were you were kind of telling uh, TikTok uh, that you needed a better girlfriend, or you should you should act like a better girlfriend, or I can't remember what the video was because it was there, and then it my my video that I posted came up, and then I couldn't find yours. So what was the last video that you made? Uh, the the one that started my 35 account, I just pretty much told him, you know, I thought you, you, you and I were in a relationship and thought you were going to be my stalkerish girlfriend, you know, telling me who I can, who I can talk to, who I can't talk to, whose videos I can post and whose videos I can't post or what guidelines I can break and which ones I'm going to continue to fucking break. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how one side gets the treatment that we do and the other side is just free to say and do whatever they want. Oh yeah, I mean you got people on there doing these uh, fake abortions. You got women on there shaking their ass and exposing pretty much everything that they have. And yet the people out here trying to tell the truth, you can't do that. No, and you know we know all about TikTok having two different applications. the The China talk is more educational. It's geared more towards learning um you have timeline or you have a uh hours within the day that you're allowed to so you know you're just like a a a parent telling your your kid you can only watch tv for an hour you can only play video games for an hour that's what that's what the chinese government does with china talk over here though it's all about buttholes and shaking booty and the most disgusting things that you can think of along with wannabe patriots uh you know leftists doxing people tracking people down at their homes you know getting people to kill themselves it's it's disgusting what what american tiktok has has become yeah and that's a shame because that was a platform that we all had a lot of hope for that we would be able to get a message out and now it's just turned into this one big giant drama fest and i'm really honestly tired of it i wish people would just move move on you know if you guys want to go and dox and do all that stuff you guys go do that and then let the real patriots stay focused on the mission keep the focal point on the stuff that's going on in the news and leave us the fuck alone what account number are you on 35 35 what got you on did you start on tiktok did you start you know, where did, where did you start? What's your TikTok story? Uh, I came to TikTok after Facebook because I was banned so many times on Facebook. Now I can't even get on Facebook anymore, nor would I really want to. But, yeah, they, they kind of pushed me in the direction of TikTok. And I was just like, well, that's kind of a kid's application. But I got on it. I started watching some of the videos. I started putting in stuff like Patriot and stuff like that and start picking up the people that were actually out here talking about stuff. And that's when I ran into packing Patriot and Mr. Freedom stick and three rows and you, I mean, that draw gave me a draw to it because this was a quick way you easily put out a video and you could easily reach, you know, five, 10,000 people. And then just spider web after that. And like my very first account I had, I can't remember, like nearly 40,000 followers, and I had like nearly 100,000 likes. So I was like, man, this is, you know, you can get pretty TikTok famous by doing this shit. And then 
all of a sudden the censorship started coming along and started taking us down and doing the fun things that tyrant talk loves to do to us. And now 30, 35, 36 accounts later, you're, you're still going at it. Plus you're on Instagram as well. Which one do you, which one do you prefer better? I prefer TikTok because there's not a lot of our people on Instagram. They're slowly migrating that way. But I think me and you, it was me and you that had a conversation about how easy it is just to get the information out and one person likes it and then shares it. Then you got another, you know, a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand people following you. It's easy to get the information out. But now it's just so hard. I can barely even get to five thousand, you know followers now because by the time i get three or four thousand i'm already four or five you know violations in and then they just take me down what i find interesting with tiktok is when people share my videos they do better than when i do it so i'll look at i'll look at their views and they have like you know seventy five thousand views on a video that i made that i might have three thousand on it's, it blows my mind. Well, those people are not botted. They're not censored. They're not shadowed. And, you know, like, like our accounts are. And that's that's got to be why. And I think a lot has to do with they know we're guilty by association because of the people we talk to and we communicate with. I think there's a way they have to tie us to those people. So I'm wondering if that algorithm doesn't have something to do with they can track who you friend. Like if you get a new account, the first people you start friending, you know, and the videos you start playing, who's in those videos. So, you know, like I think the reason why they took me down this last time is because I put up two of Mr. Freedom's big videos and one took off and the other one I got like four or 5,000 and the other one got 277,000 views. But I think it was tied because, you know, they knew who it was, who were tied to, and they took the, the account down. I always thought it was the hashtags. So I saw, I stopped using, you know, hashtag Mr. Freedom stick, hashtag packing Patriot, hashtag three rows, stopped using those. And I just thought, I always use uh, uh, hashtag a little extra Lambo. That's me. That's mine. Um, I've had over a million. And then as soon as, as I lose an account, it goes back down to like 200,000. I'm like, this sucks. They were already watched. That count should be going. But right. I always thought it was the hashtags. <clears throat> but it, it has to with- do with, with, the, with the face. You know, if we, if we repost something for Freedom Stick, it's – they. The, the algorithm sees his face or his voice. And then those are always the first videos to go. Those are our videos. And, yeah. you know, we know how we feel about that, of, of us being able to post what we want to on our accounts, but they don't, they definitely don't see it that same way. No. And the thing of it is, I don't even use the hashtag for freedom stick, three rows or packing pager because I know that's one of the things that they'll get you on, so I don't use theirs. I just use mine, which is Renegade's rant. But I think they can, I don't know how they have it, but I think they're able to figure out the people who are associated with them or have ties to them because of the videos we share and we use. 
Now you, you know, obviously you're on you're on my show because you're a patriot. You're you're America first. You're freedom loving, freedom of speech, two A. How are what am I missing politically? How how do you how do you align yourself? Well, I'm more of a, uh, I'll say, kind of loosely a constitutional republic, Republican conservative, however you want to say it, loosely being the fact that our government is completely unconstitutional at this point. They, you know, don't serve us constituents. They're just in it for the money, in it for the long haul with the corporations and the courtocracy that we're in. But pretty much, you know, I agree with everything that's in the Constitution that we need to be abiding by the Constitution, and these people took a sworn oath, and we need to hold these people accountable for uh, betraying their sworn oath to office. Do you carry one with you? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I got <laughs> I've I've got one uh, in my truck. I've got one in my bag. Um, I did have another one that was floating around and I can't seem to find it. So I'm, I'm hoping that it didn't end up in the recycle, but I knowing where it was at before and now it's gone, I, it probably got put in the recycle. Yeah. I think that's why we're friends for a reason. <laughs> I got one that's floating around somewhere that exactly where it's at. I move my stuff around all the damn time. So, but yeah, I keep one on me. I keep one in my vehicle. Um, you know, I got to go back for any time I'm out away from the house. I got to go back in the house. I've got, you know, all kinds of different guns from handguns, rifles, shotguns, you name it. I got it. So, yeah, I'm a very 2A person. The only time I can't carry one is when I'm at work, and they all know that. <laughs> yeah, with with my line of work as well, we're not allowed to carry our, our firearms with us as well. It's a, It's illegal. Um, but it goes with me everywhere else I go. Um, and I've been, I've been better at it lately of, of taking it with me just to be on the cautious side. So that's been, that's been something that's been new for me. Cause I've always just left it at home. I'll be fine. But where we're at, um, you know, being in Spokane, the, the crime rate is going up. The violent crime rate is going up and drive by shootings, stabbings, all of that's going up. So yeah. for me and my family, it's if I'm not carrying and we're going somewhere, I just, I, I'm very cautious. Yeah, I am too. And, and I always say it's better to have it than not need it than not need it than to have it or whatever. Yeah, phrase. yeah no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you were, you just brought up um, your hashtag, uh, Renegades Rant. Now that is your podcast. I was on the Renegade Rant podcast with you on episode number one, and I don't remember a couple accounts ago. I we we you know did videos to promote that podcast. How's your podcast going? How, how are you liking it? I like doing it, and I'm hoping that I can get better at it. And hoping soon I'll have a lot more guests, which I'm working on that. Um, I just did one with Doc House. If you haven't seen or heard that one yet um he's a very pretty pretty awesome person um but yeah i like doing it i just hope i can start reaching more people i mean i'm glad i at least reached one <laughs> you got you got me 
as I was yeah. making salsa the other night, listening to the Doc House show, and and I've I just started getting into canning, so I'm I'm doing the prepping, I'm doing the food storage, and I we used to do canning when I was a kid, but that is kind of you know that was a long time ago. And now I'm trying to do it now. So I started making salsa, getting, you know, getting things in the jars and cutting everything up. So anyway, but I was listening to that, that podcast while I was uh, doing my, my salsa canning and it was a good show and Doc House, Doc House can talk forever, but he was very informative and it was a good show. Yeah. And I, I look forward to doing another show with him as well. So it's pretty. He's had a pretty interesting background, being tied to the uh, Casey Anthony uh, investigation and and all that. Yeah, and I I had kind of forgot about that actually because I you know we all we all knew about it. We knew what the media had told us about it, and then I had come across Doc House maybe about six months ago, watching some of his videos. What you know him not getting into things, but he would start talking about some some situations or some things um about the situation not you know he he obviously cannot talk about it but i was like this this isn't this doesn't sound like what the media was saying at all so i'm going to be very interested and i definitely will be following along with him to figure out you know the the true story or at least his side of the story when it comes to this case yeah and to me, I mean, I always kind of thought she did it, but I think more along the lines, I was thinking George had something more to do with it than she did. I think she just went along with whatever happened. I think an accident happened of some sort or whatever, and it was his fault. And they made sure that she complied because he used to be a former police officer. So, you know, he was probably trying to tell her, oh, everything's going to be okay. I'll take care of it. And he took Just care that. of it to get himself free, not the situation free. Right. And, you know, he did attempt suicide. So that does make you think maybe he, that he couldn't hold living with it anymore. And he decided to try to do it. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see the uh, docuseries that comes out. Did he say when that was coming out? Uh, I think he said the 29th. The, oh, so the month. end of this month. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be something that we'll have to we'll have to promote and you know do what do what we do for everybody else. Yep. And I told him I want him to be on the show. You know, shortly after he gets all his media and everything going too, because he says there's a bunch of people that are wanting to interview him after it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what he had. That's what he had said. Um, you've had on. You've had on me. You've had on Doc House. You were trying to get Packing Patriot on there, but yeah. we kind of believed that his phone was getting fucked with because the the way that we do the podcast, it works for everybody else. It's working for you now. It was not working for Packing Patriot. Has that been resolved yet, or where are you at with with getting him on? Uh, we're still talking about doing it. Uh, <clears throat> it'll be, you know, a little bit down the line. But the funny thing is, it was happening to me in Doc House that night too. Oh, I don't know how many. I don't know how many times he had issues with his phone, and we had to cut out, and I had to call him back, and yeah. So we had an interesting time there. I was like, you know, don't worry. I was like, it happened to me in Lambo too. So 
Yeah, we uh, we had a good podcast. Uh, still honored to be your your first guest, um, Renegade Rant Podcast, which you can find on Spotify, Anchor. Uh, are you on Google Podcast yet, or just still on Spotify? Uh, just Spotify and the Anchor yeah. Um. So yeah, so you're having fun doing that, though. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, I can always talk. What got you, what, what made you get into podcasts? Just the, another avenue for you to, to get your message out or what was your, what was your reasoning? Well, with, you know, all these social media apps taking out all of us down, the only way we can really do it is by podcast. And I think really, I think it was me and Rob Yates. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know, I'm pretty sure you know Rob, don't you? I uh, uh, just that name, I don't, I don't, it's not coming up with anything. 1776 by two. Oh, yes. He went by yes. three by mice. Yep. Yeah. We had a good discussion about it. And, you know, we just need to come up with a Patriot network, news network. And we just need to be able to do news, podcasts, uh, investigative journalism. We, just, we need to have a whole entire tree and branches of ways to get more and more information out to where we won't be censored anymore on all these bullshit social media apps and actually get the information out that people want to hear. I believe that's what Kramer says is trying to do Kramer um, real Patriot news with a Z. I know that's what they're trying to do. And I know like your spot has, has tried jumping in there, but I don't know how well that that's taking off. I think they have some limitations that are people aren't diving to to get you know to stay on board with. So hopefully that that each of these spots can can be as big and be as good as what what we've been on. Obviously TikTok. Um, what what was the what was Vine? Vine was the other one, and hopefully Vine? that we can get back to the Vine creations, the TikTok creations on these other platforms. And I think that's what Elon Musk purchased Twitter for is for the Vine uh, video because, you know, Twitter bought Vine, bought them out. So maybe this would be a chance for him to run against TikTok and bring the video application side to it to back to Twitter. What do you think of Elon I don't trust him. I'm, I'm sitting here shaking my head. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust him either. Um, I think what he's doing right now and trolling some of these accounts is fucking hilarious. But I don't trust him. I, I don't. I find it hard to trust anybody at this point. But you know, trust but verify was what Reagan said, and I just I am having a very hard time of just buying into the free speech platform that Twitter is now going to be. I just, I don't buy into that. There, there's a catch coming somewhere and, but I'm enjoying what I'm seeing right now from him and him trolling all these accounts. Yeah, I'm enjoying it too, but just with him, he hasn't disclosed his hand of what he's going to do. And the fact that they, man, doc house talked about this was the fact that he's tied with Neuralink and wanting to tip people in the brain. And you have all this shit coming with the World Economic Forum, how they want to use AI 
They want to go to digital currency and they want you to own nothing and be happy. Is maybe this going to get tied in with Twitter and what he's going to try and do with Twitter? And he's warned against AI, you know, which was which is surprising because he does want that AI aspect. He does want the the microchip in the brain, like you were talking about, but he's warning everybody against AI and what it will, you know, eventually turn into, what its capabilities are, and then. You know, along with the WF, like you were saying, you've got um, UL, Uvel Navari wanting to make superhumans. So yep. at what point does Elon start separating himself or does he start going in that direction? Right. And that's the scary thing. And, you, and we know his mom's tied to everybody in the global elite. So what kind of... Uh, what kind of encouragement is she giving him? You know, go along with the plan or, you know, you won't have the things you have or is she just letting him do his own thing, which I kind of doubt considering some of the outfits and stuff he's worn to some of these uh, big events and they have all kinds of different clues and secrecy hidden in the uh, stitching of his clothes and it just makes you wonder what he's what he's tied to. And and we probably won't know until it gets sl- oh, wow. it gets smacked in the face, you know, of of this is the real plan. Um, but I think right now, take Twitter for what it is. We're able to get accounts back. Uh, you know, since Trump's account Twitter account got brought back, we see the tweets now that were um, that were uh, posted before January sixth, telling everybody to be safe to be peaceful, to not go into the Capitol. Those were his tweets before he was banned. Those tweets went out, and then I believe the account was banned right after that. So we've never even known that until yesterday. Do you think that changes anything in people's perspective when it comes to the January 6th and, and everybody demonizing Trump for you know him instigating an insurrection? Well, I believe the people who are on the right side of things know that Trump didn't encourage people to go down there to uh, rush the Capitol and be insurgents and do all the things that happened. But you're still going to have the people on the left that are going to continue to push this narrative. Now, you know, he makes his announcement for the running for presidency in 2024. And what's the first thing they do the next day? They want to investigate him for the... uh, money that he had uh donated to his his uh his presidency run and then they want to also investigate him for all the rallies he did around the country because they think that he was in violation of campaigning so they're scared to death of him because they know he gets in office one way or the other it's it's game over for all of them and they're and they're searching for anything anything and everything that they can an overdue blockbuster video a library you know checking out books anything something they have to get him on something and right now they just they cannot do it he's saying he's saying no keep investigating keep keep pulling out cards you're just exposing yourself even more 
Yeah, and I mean, it's how many people do we know in this world do they constantly attack 24-7 looking to try and indict or subpoena or bring a case against as much as him? What is it that he's got over their head? Oh, wait, he knows exactly who they are, who they're tied to, and what their plans are, and they don't like it. It's just like Putin. They don't like him because he knows the same damn thing that Trump knows. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that right there. And they, you know, I was listening to, was listening to the Wicked Planet podcast today. And that's that they were talking, I think they were actually talking to Packing Patriot about that. Um, you know, and this is, this was even back in July. The media is trying to frame a, mer- a narrative around Vladimir Putin, President Putin, and trying to, do the same thing to him that they're doing to president Trump trying to yep. get anything that they can on, on, on Putin. So that way when an attack happens in this country, you know, which I, I thought it was going to happen before or right at the election and it didn't happen, you know, an attack of some, of some sort, an EMP, you know, but it, it didn't happen, but they were, they were all set to have the blame go to, President Putin. Same thing they're doing with Trump right now. Right. And then you had like the, what was it, a day or two after the election, you had the missile that landed in Poland and ended up killing two people. And the first thing they did was blame Russia. And then when they actually did the investigation, actually made the mistake of taking a picture of the missile, they found out that it was from Ukraine. Yeah, which I, I think was... I think that was all acting right there. I don't. I don't believe a missile fell out of the sky and landed. I think it was placed right. there. But you know, we, we've been shown video game footage and them saying it was an actual dogfight. We've seen video game footage of actual attacks and uh, you know on on buildings and warehouses. And they've they've gone back. You know the 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 kids have gone back saying, no, no, this is you know such and such game. I would start using that those news footage for the video games to promote their games. Look, this is so real life. They think that this is, this is, you know, a part of the news. A great promotional ad for your video game. Funny thing is they were using like old, uh, cuts from when we were in Beirut. It's like, really, are you going to go that far to go back and just start pulling footage from every war that we've been in just to say that, you know, this is what's going on. What what was it that the they had a firework warehouse exploding and you know shit just flying everywhere but it was on fire the, that warehouse was on fire and I cannot remember what they were trying to say Oh, I know what it was. It was when they were trying to say that a uh President Trump bombed something in Syria. I believe that's what oh, yeah. it was. And it was a firework warehouse was caught on fire. The news was the news was was uh, pushing it that that was a bombing in Syria. Yeah, I remember that, and that was just uh, just another hilarious gaffe by the media. No accountability. Nope. N- none whatsoever. The, that the media can come out, they can say whatever they want, they can promote whatever videos they want, they can say, you know, Russian disinformation, just like Hunter Biden's laptop right now. 
You know, all of this shit is, but we've been saying this for the last year that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. The shit on it is absolutely horrifying and terrible. And we've been told, nope, conspiracy theory, it's disinformation, it's Russian collusion, you have, there is no laptop, you're just trying to, you know, throw shade upon the president and his son and his family, but it is, it's right, it's, it's, it, all of that information is now starting to come out. Yeah, and hopefully we will see that, I mean, I've heard of what's been on the computer on his laptop, but. I'm ready to see what what they have to reveal about it because there's been talk about him sleeping, uh, Hunter sleeping with his eight year old niece. So you've got yeah, you've got that. You've got uh, photos of I'm going to get this wrong of uh, it's Barack's daughter, Melania. Melania, No, that's that's Trump. Melania Trump. Um, Melania. What is it? And then Malia, Malia Trump. Yeah, I mean it's Malia, the older one. It, yeah, you have you have Hunter Biden naked in a photo with cocaine on a table and her in her underwear in a hotel yeah. in in New York. Yep, and then you, you people wonder why she's a drug addict and alcoholic now. Yeah, I mean, I there there is something. I mean, obviously we can connect the dots, but there is something very weird and very wrong when it comes to that entire situation. I need everybody who is listening to go to the pissedoffpatriots.com, get yourself 20% off your first order, and get yourself the scent of freedom. Choose from wax melts, candles, the Patriot bars to create the ultimate smell of freedom in your home. But there's more. More freedom Get your exclusive Mr. Freedom Stick line of scents and clean cotton wipes. The pissed off patriots, Christina and Nicole, find them on TikTok and Facebook as well as their website, thepissedoffpatriots.com. That's weird. Well, that whole family is just fucked up. I mean, Joe just sniffing everybody and even his uh, daughter that wrote in her diary about uh, she was, she took showers with him and up until she was like nine years old. I wasn't, it, wasn't it older than that? Wasn't she like 13 or 14, 15? Oh, I thought she said she was like nine or 10. Something yeah, like that. I, I, and you could <clears> be right. I, I, I might be speaking out of turn there, but I thought it was old. I thought, I thought it had just come out that she had wrote that he, that she was in her teens and or else or else she was in her teens and daddy was trying to come into the shower and and he locked and she locked the door maybe that's what it was but yeah i mean we we already know that he was showering with her you know we, we as dads we did that when when our when our baby girls were one two maybe maybe two might be too old i don't remember you know i'd take my my girls in with me when i would shower but they were babies clean them up, hand them to mom, and then, you know, finish taking a shower. But not when they're 9, 10, 11. That's just, that's well beyond the the moral. I mean, how do you do that to your daughter? I, that's just, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just built differently. It's just sickening. It just comes from that, I don't know, just that creepy side of the, that family is just all weird. 
Well, you've got Hunter who is who had a wife, divorced her, married, and then his brother died. He marries his brother's wife. I just just right there alone is it, that's the the family chaos is just outrageous right now. That's truly what you call keeping in the family. Aye, <laughs> and and no, and yeah. nothing wrong with it. The family had no yeah. no problems with it at all. Nope, and I mean, you, I mean, you just look at this guy's presidency. I mean, he's not even a legitimate president, but still, look at what he's doing. When he's, I mean, he fumbles his words. He's fallen over places. He's, you know, fallen off bikes. I mean, this guy, you know, he's just nothing but a puppet, and he's Obama's puppet because Obama admitted it not too long ago about how he wanted to have a third term where he just sit in his basement and pulled the strings on the people he needed to run the run the country. Sit in his sweatpants be down in the basement, have an earpiece that he could just say what he wanted to say through the the earpiece of whoever was listening on the other end. We know what's going on. We know that that is not I I believe it is Joe Biden. I don't believe it's his brother. And you know, we've we've all seen the videos of the different earlobes and the 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 mask. I I believe it's Joe. Uh, we've we've had the We've had the video coming out, which I don't believe, of his niece saying that that Joe actually died six years ago, and this is a an, an actor with a mask on. Um, I can't think of what the the actor's name is. Yeah, I've heard it, but I can't I can't remember who the name was. Yeah, so but you know, I I believe it's Joe. I don't I don't believe he's passed, and. You know, if if it is though, wow! Just the just the story behind that of the truth coming out, I think would would shake this country to its core. Now, to me, I think the Republicans missed their ultimate opportunity. They should have had Trump become Speaker of the House. They shouldn't even try to get him to be run for twenty twenty four. I know for damn sure it shouldn't have been Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, it should not have been him. I don't trust him. He's just another Nancy Pelosi. Yep. Yep, exactly. I don't I don't believe it should have been Kevin McCarthy because we have all of this talk between Jim Jordan, Matt Gates of starting to go after people. Who 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 has been there the longest within the house? It's been Kevin McCarthy. Who is he going to be able to have you know have friends with and make friends with over the years on both sides of the aisle? Who is he going to be protected by? He's with the GOP. He's not with the I'm going to use this and I hate this word, the MAGA Republicans. He's a GOP guy. He's got Karl Rove behind him. And yet yep. we're going to put him as speaker of the house. That just that that rubbed me wrong right there. Yeah, and I think they did it for the simple fact that if Trump was to get into office, because him and Trump don't see eye to eye on anything. But I would have really liked to seen him become Speaker of the House because then he would have been able to just impeach fucking Biden and Harris and got them out. Um, it was a missed opportunity. I don't know what kind of games being played with the. 
Trump announcing his election, but I don't think that was anything historic like he said it was going to be. But I think he did that in code because I'm not for sure if you've seen, but when he signed the FEC papers for to run for presidency, he didn't use his Florida address. He used his New York address. I haven't seen that. Yeah, so he's not running under his Florida address, which means one of two things. Either him and Ron DeSantis are playing a huge game of chess against everybody else, making them think that they're not going to run together, or he's planning on running with one of his sons. Um, I'll agree with you on the game. I believe him and Trump are, or, or Trump and DeSantis are working together. They're, they're, I think they're on the same page. They're going to start cleaning up shit. And I don't know who, I, I think he's going to run with Matt Gates. That's, that's who I feel he's going to run with. But I don't know, I don't know what his son brings to the table. But yet we've got Kamala Harris as our vice president right now, who brings nothing yeah. to the table except for working <laughs> under the table. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to think about that one. But I don't know what the the Trump sons bring to bring to the to the table. Now, if you would have said Ivanka, that's the daughter. Maybe. Right? Mm-hmm. I I might buy into that but no nah, i don't i don't even know if i'd buy into that one either i don't know i don't know that one would have to grow on me a little bit if i was going to choose a running mate if it wasn't going to be DeSantis, i want him to pick uh marjorie taylor green you think she's ready for for a position like that yeah i think she is i think she will scorch fucking earth with some of the policies that she's wanting to pass and all this shit with this sexualizing of kids in schools, it comes to a real quick end. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And right now she's spearheading the, the accountability for all the money going to Ukraine. She's the, she's in the very lead, the front, the face of this accountability campaign. Well, remember it wasn't 20, 30 days into office when Biden was in office, she was already filing uh, articles of impeachment, but they were, pushing you know pushing back on her for it she's like well they did it to trump so we should do it to biden yeah uh there i i believe that you need to have um, obviously we know that there's proof to be able to impeach him but you can't just well they did it so we're gonna do it you can't get into that you've got to have actual proof you've got to have you know whatever case built but none of that was going to happen in, until we had the majority. Well, now we have the majority. Now I believe is the timetable of a backroom deal that's going to be, listen here, Joe, you can either be 25th Amendment, you can either be impeached and have your name drug through the mud of, of being an impeached president, or you can walk away due to health issues. One of those three things is going to happen. First, I believe Kamala Harris has to has to vacate that seat. If she does that, you know that the next step is Joe is leaving. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think what she was originally trying to get him on the articles of impeachment was for the uh, quid pro quo with the whole Ukraine and Russia and China and all of the hunters dealings. Which, which until they released any of the information from the laptop, as well as the cell phone, that was never going to just stand. She could, she also drew up papers for the Afghanistan debacle. Yeah. And to me, I think he should, he should still go before a military tribunal on that and be charged for treason. 100%. We lost American soldiers that day. And, yeah, and still, no accountability. Still need, to, still need to go back and get Obama and Clinton too for Benghazi. Yeah. Well, the the one thing that stands out with Clinton in that is what does it matter anyway? Right. It, it, it's it's American lives. It's our soldiers. It's the tactics behind it. It's the reason we were even there in the first place. What does it matter? It matters everything. Yeah, but, you know, involving Clinton in anything, either one, Bill or Hillary, it's, you know, they don't care about America. They care about lying in their pockets. Well, now we've got the FTX and the that whole debacle with, with Ukraine, which was called that that money, only 30% was being accounted for of all of the billions of dollars that we were sending to Ukraine. Where's where's the other seventy percent of the money? Well, we know that we know that um, Zelensky's mom got a new house. We know that I believe he got a new house or a vacation home or something like that, that on our tax dollars. And then the rest had to be getting funneled to other bank accounts. Well, now we know that it was going to the FTX, which was you know, in a roundabout kind of way, getting put back into Democratic campaigns, along with some Republican campaigns. Mitch McConnell, 2.5. Get him the fuck out of there. Yeah, we need him gone immediately. I think I think that resignation papers should be drawn up right now. And if you took money from, from this FTX that you knew where this money was coming from, you need to be gone. I, I, I take that back. I take that back. I don't even care if you knew where the money was coming from. If you took money from FTX, you need to be gone. Yeah. And they need to be prosecuted in the, in, on top of it. 100%. To me, it's time for... Less talking and more action. We need more people to start holding these people accountable on both sides of the aisle because there's just as many bad on the, on the left as there is on the right as well. So, you know, you got a lot of rhinos on the right that continue to play this game where, oh, I'm Republican, Republican, and then when it's time to vote, no, I'm voting, voting with the Democrats. You, you're from Kentucky, the Kentucky yep. Renegade, Renegade Rant Podcast. Senator Rand Paul, is he from Kentucky? Yes. He, what, what do you think of, of, of Rand Paul? Uh, I liked a lot of his politics, and there's a small portion of it I, I, you know, I don't care for. But uh, what he's been doing with Fauci and going after 
people and holding, trying to hold them accountable, you know, in these committees and stuff like that. Uh, I like watching it, but I want to see more action. You know, he had uh, Fauci pinned. He had his emails. All he had to do is expose those emails. Fauci would have been done. But he never did anything with the emails. All we heard about the emails, but we never, we never got to see all the emails. Are those going to come out when they start bringing, you know, the, to the court, the, the social media aspect of, of the silencing of the misinformation coming out from our government? Is it going to come out then? No, I don't think anything's going to get done. I think that we're just stuck in this rut where I don't know if you remember Joseph Goebbels from the, uh, was that the public information officer for the Nazis came out and said, uh, the one way you can get people to go along with things is tell one big lie and keep telling that lie over and over and over again. And eventually they'll believe it. Eventually the lie becomes truth. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're, that's a playbook that they're using right now in this social media game is let's continue to push that this is a disinformation and everybody's going to believe it's disinformation. So anytime you try to pull up and discredit it, it's still going to be a fact check. And that fact checker is what? It's part of a government entity. So they're going to continue to lie. Well, so how, I how think do that, you have the CDC coming out saying that, you know, the, the vaccines didn't work the way that we thought it was. It does not stop the, the, it doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from, from giving it to somebody else. It doesn't do what it was intended to, but yet in the next breath, you need to go out and get your booster. So you have that, that another layer of protection. It, yeah, you and just then, got done telling us it didn't work. Why in the fuck do we need to go get another booster or another three boosters to, to, to help save, you know, it just, it doesn't make sense. Well, it's because they're putting on a new, uh, pandemic, which is the triple demic, if you haven't heard of that yet. It's the RSV, the flu, and COVID. So, of course, Pfizer and BioNTech and Johnson & Johnson, they're coming out with all new vaccines that are supposed to help with all three. You're supposed to go get those because those are going to be credible. What in the last two years has made you think that anything that is going to come out now is going to be credible? Nothing, but you got so many people that believe this stuff. Oh. I mean, is, is COVID, COVID real? Yeah, it's real because it's a lab-created virus. It wasn't a natural virus that just started on its own. It no, was that, a, that's a conspiracy theory. Remember, we got told that was a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a bioweapon that was used against us, but, you know, that's conspiracy. It's only been proven, but it's still a conspiracy. Live in the now, I was told. Yeah, and then you can have gain of function in this country and have Boston University, you know, create a more deadlier virus, and then, you know, a lab in Maryland create a deadlier virus of monkeypox. I mean, it's okay. It's it's all over the world, but it's still disinformation. Don't believe it. Even though all the news agencies came out and mistakenly reported on it, What do you think the COVID virus, its intentions were to do? To wipe out the people. 
depopulate. It didn't work the way that they were hoping it was going to work. It didn't have a, a hard enough kill rate. Too many people have good immune systems, so they have to do something to break those immune systems down. And what they do? They created that vaccine. That's not a vaccine. It's a therapeutic. It's an experimental jab. It's also against the fucking Nuremberg Code, but they don't want to fucking claim that. But what's it do? It wipes out your natural immunity. So now, you know, we got people that we know, and I know who you're, who you know, I'm talking about, whose brother just recently died, and come to find out that they had no more immune immune system after they took that shot, and it killed them when they got the flu. Well, I have friends who they have a autoimmune disorder. And I have, I've, I have several friends who have not taken the vaccine that have an, uh, you know, the autoimmune disorder, uh, scleroderma, um, lupus, but I have another friend who has both of those as well, who has all of the boosters, all of the shots, and she's getting worse. The other friends are, are, they're fine for now. They're, one of them's actually sick right now, just a cold, you know, normal flu stuff. But the other one is not doing well, and it is—it's eating her slowly from the inside. Mm. Yeah, this—I mean, we're in the pandemic game right now. They know what works. They—they they scared us into lockdowns, even though we didn't want to be locked down. We still got locked down. Majority of us. There's some states that did pretty well with not having to do too much on lockdowns, but. You lived in California, or I don't know. You're in Washington, are you? Yep, Washington State. Me and <clears throat> me and Freedom Stick. So, I mean, you have states like that that just went in New York, lock people down, and for what? You're going to go into a restaurant wearing a mask, and then when you get to your table, you're going to take your mask off, and then you're going to be around people coughing and sniffing and everything else. So, I mean. They figured out the way they could easily do a depopulation is release a bioweapon and slowly take out groups of people and depopulate it that way. Because, you know, the whole depopulation, the Agenda 21, 2030, they want to depopulate the Earth down to 500 million people. You can't just wipe everybody out in just one, one quick swoop. You have to do it in slow sections, and that's what they were trying to do. And then didn't work as well as they thought it was going to. So now that they are in these labs creating more viruses at deadlier strains, I think we'll see another one before too long. When, when this whole thing started, the, you know, we, we were saying that there was no, not enough testing was done on the vaccine. There's not, you know, the, the trials we had, we know none of the information. We don't even know what the testing was like. We don't, we don't have any of this information. So then the videos started coming out. Well, if they're trying to, you know, kill people off, why would they kill off the ones who are being obedient? They, you know, why, why wouldn't they just want to kill off the, the disobedient? Eventually they're going to, and, I, and my, my answer and my reply was eventually they're going to. They're going to know because something else is going to happen. Something else is going to be created that 
the vaccines who have been who, people who have been obedient taking the vaccines and all the boosters it will go and it'll just i believe it'll just kill everybody who doesn't have it but then they're going to turn around and go you need to continue taking your boosters or else now you will die because now you have no immunity to anything we control your immunity now they've got now they've got slaves to do their bidding for them and that's why you're here and you have to have a uh, booster every three to five months is because if you stop taking it, you're dead. And I believe how they're going to try and get the people who are anti-vax. I think it, they're putting it in the food and they're putting it in the water. You're eventually going to get it. They're going to spray it in the air. They're going to put it in the water. They're going to put it in your food. And eventually you're going to get it. You just won't know that you have it yet. Um, here in Washington state, they have seven, eight different concentration camp setups. Some of them are old hotel rooms that have been retrofitted millions of dollars poured into these locations. They didn't do this just to have a safe space for people with COVID. This is done with a, with a purpose. They are still guarded. They are still fenced. They're still ready to be used. They're in Oregon, they're in Washington, they're in California. I did a podcast on these on these <clears throat> locations. They will be used. They're being used in, in um, Australia. They have they have communes full of single bedroom shacks for people who are disobedient, for people who are who were um, not vaccinated. And then we've seen the images, I think it's right outside of China where it is it is mile after mile of these single room shacks that are heavily armed, heavily gated, heavily barbed wired for people who are not vaccinated. Eventually they're going to come round us all up. When you start hearing gunfire in the streets, you know what's happening. And I absolutely agree with that because I know there's several where I'm at. There's some north of us and some south of us but we know where they're at. One used to be an old military base and it sits right off the of railroad tracks and right off of a river. So you do have train cars up there that have train cars that have shackles inside of them. There's been all kinds of video footage and, and pictures taken of these things and they call them resettlement camps or intermittent camps. And you can go on to uh, army doc go.gov go to the army website look up intermittent and resettlement camp officers they're hiring for those they've been hiring for them since 2013 it's just unreal to think that what they're doing around this country and doing it under the skies of security and you know we're just you know in case people there's a natural disaster. We could take people here. No, you're not going to make me fall for that because you pulled that shit on the people on the Japanese Americans back in World War II. Not going to pull it on me. Yeah, we have that same hiring process here in Washington State as well. Um, and I was while you were saying that, I was trying to remember what the what the ad was. It was like COVID camp 
work. I don't remember what it was. That, that I'll do a disservice of, of what it was, but it was making it sound like it was just a just a day camp or a a sit camp, and then you start going down the rest of the reading, and it was it, you're 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 going into a lockdown facility. That's what their yep. job description is even saying to the people that they're wanting to hire. And you can go back and you can look at the bills that have been passed, the Rex 84 bill. You can look at the HR 465 bill, where all this shit is put in there for the fusion centers to the resettlement camps to uh, barges. And you got up in New York State, uh, in one of the ports up there, they have a prison barge sitting up there in one of the ports that is massive. I mean, it's all over the country, and people just want to continue to, to be blind to it and just say, oh, well, that's conspiracy. And it, it's not. It's there. Just because the, you know, and this news media is horrible. They, it is absolutely horrible. I don't care if it's local news. I don't care if it's regional news, national news. It's all horrible because they're all promoting the same agenda. They're not going to come out and do a news article of what? What is it? Why is this COVID camp still armed guarded? Why is there fences around this? Why did we spend so much money on a hotel to refurbish it to make it like an isolation camp, and then do actual journalistic shit of doing investigative reporting? We don't have any of that. You're never going to hear about the barge. You're never going to hear about the hotels. You're not going to hear about the the mile-long facilities of nothing but one-bedroom shacks. They have an agenda to fill, and it's a disservice to the American people. Yeah, and when you have six uh, corporations that own all the media in the world, it's kind of hard to push out legitimate news. It, yeah, they, they all have an interest. And, you know, it all goes back to BlackRock. I don't, I don't really want to get into that right now on this show. We can do that another show when I have you on or, or me on yours. But it, it all goes back to BlackRock. Everything is owned by that damn company. Yeah, I agree. And there's a few others that are tied to Vanguard and um, I can't think of the other, the other company. But there's three companies. They're all mingled together and they run pretty much everything along with the world economic forum, the IMF, the, the who, you know, they're all these entities that they, they weren't even, they're not even a government. Nobody even elected these people. They just took it upon themselves to say, Hey, we're going to rule the world and this is the way it's going to go. And you're going to do what we say, or, you know, you're out of here. Kentucky renegade. I'm going to ask you, about the politics that you have going on there in Kentucky and, and kind of how that system works. But first, I want to talk about Cravey Strings Nightlife, downtown Spokane, right there at the heart of Riverfront Park, right there in the heart of everything going on, concerts, movies, all the other attractions that we have, plus the park itself. It is a great nightlife downtown area, but it all starts with Cravey Strings. Go down, say hello to Jacob and the staff, get yourself a cold drink, get yourself something to eat from the menu, and then enjoy what Spokane has to offer down there, downtown Spokane. You being from Kentucky, you know, being we were just talking about the concentration camps and, and those facilities. You know, me and Stick, we're over here in Washington State. It's a blue state. We both kind of agree it's a red state, but it's it's a blue state. It's all you know has been since we've been doing mail in voting. Oregon, 
uh, California, obviously both blue. What is Kentucky? Are you a red? Are you purple? Where Where do you guys sit? Well, technically we're a red state, but right now we have a blue governor. And it's only because the previous governor that we had was caught up in a scandal and then Bashir got put in and that's where we are. But the rest of the state is, uh, is red. I mean, we have, of course, Mitch McConnell, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't claim him. Uh, Rand Paul, we have, uh, Robert, uh, Robbie Mills. We got a lot of good Republicans. Daniel Cameron's an excellent attorney general, and I'm hoping he's the one that will try to come forth and either become governor of Kentucky or try and replace Mitch McConnell. Because that man, he's, he's something else. He, he's very red. He's, he's a young black guy and he knows exactly the things that Kentucky needs. And he's constantly fighting Bashir. Every time Bashir tries to pull something, you know, pretty much the entire state just stops him. He's a younger guy too, isn't he? Daniel Cameron? Yeah. Yeah, he's young. He's uh, late 30s. Okay, yeah, former former business owner, if I remember right, very young, energetic, and knows his shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He definitely knows his shit. And uh, there are a lot of people in this state that would really like to have him as our governor and get rid of Bashir. So, since you have a, a Democrat governor, did that change your policies? Did it? Did it change the the your kids going to school or not? What, what happened? What what came about from, from the Democrat coming into office? Yeah, he, he tried to push some of the, the hard blue core policies that, you know, like California and New York were trying to do. But like I said, the entire state's red other than him. So they fought back on everything that he was trying to push. So people, you know, would, you know, schools would go on remote learning. And then, you know, they come back for a few days and then they go back on remote learning. But he didn't shut the state down. He didn't have the authority to do it because he had a lot of people pushing back on him. So, you know, everybody had to wear masks, even though anywhere I went, if I was forced to wear a mask, I just didn't go in. You know, I mean, I respect your business, but I'm going to respect my rights. And if I don't want to wear a mask, I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we had we had uh, we had a bunch of stores over here that they were, you know, complete Karens. Had somebody standing there at the door that you need to have your mask on. You're walking up, you're outside, you're not around anybody. They're already telling you you need to have your mask on, sir. Need to have your mask on. Nope, thank you. Uh, you don't need my money. I'm gonna leave. And there's plenty of other yeah. there's plenty of other stores around here that'll give me the same product that you have in inside your door your doors there. Yeah, that's the thing about my community around here. A lot of people know who I am, so most people leave me the fuck alone or else, you know, I go off on them, let them know. You know, I'll bring out the whole rule book on constitutional law and everything else and just, I'll put them in their place. I'm not afraid to speak out in public and the school boards here know me on the Indiana side and the Kentucky side because I grew up in Evansville, Indiana. So, you know, I lived there for... 40 years and I've lived over here for a few years in Kentucky. So you were, you were a, a RN before now you walked no. away because of the mandates. What do you think of the government turning around after 
them blackballing the the you know putting a bad name amongst ivermectin and the and nurses and doctors trying to prescribe ivermectin to now them saying it's a it's a viable source that we're looking into to help facilitate people getting better with covid well uh first i wasn't an rn i wish i was but i was a uh i've worked in different jobs in the medical industry i worked as a tech in the emergency room i worked as a tech and uh, addictions and uh, psych also was a uh, staff staff development officer and then a supervisor of our transport uh, transport department. So, but uh, as far as the ivermectin goes, we know how that story went whenever Joe Rogan came out and talked about it. And then they wanted to demonize him as taking uh, horse pills. <laughs> yeah. You know, ivermectin has been around for a very long time and it's a very good uh, medicine to take for parasites and viruses. And there was complete, uh, it was complete fabrication apart of the media to go after Joe Rogan when he said about taking ivermectin. And then you had hydroxychloroquine, which that's been around forever too, and they wanted to shut that down. But the fact that now they're trying to turn hill and just say, oh, well, now we're looking into it. it might be a viable option. No, it was a viable option in the very beginning. And you kill people because you want to put them on remdesivir while they're on a damn vent and kill them. Well, didn't they have a panel of doctors that was brought to the United States? I believe one lady, she was from Africa that was speaking out in front of everybody they were in, she said, in her hospital, everybody got the hydrochloroquine, they got ivermectin, vitamin D, something else in that, in that cocktail, and she had no deaths. And how they yep. got back at her, how they shot her down and discredited her, was she believes in aliens. Yeah. So when, yeah, it- when, when uh, let me, let me, let's just cut in front of you here. When they start telling you, I don't, I don't know the new guy who was coming in behind Dr. Fauci. Do you know what his name is? No, I do not. So it's you, you know the guy that I'm talking about. He's out yeah, there now. Think- he's out there now saying, "Well, you can either believe the guy on Twitter or you can believe actual doctors." Which actual doctors? Is it the ones that you're telling us that these are the ones that you should be listening to, or the ones that you have silenced who have? who have been speaking out against COVID saying there are other forms of treatment that are right here. And it's not one or two. It's by the thousands that you have silenced, that you have blackballed, that you have pulled licenses from that you have disbarred from working again in hospitals. Can we listen to those or should we just listen to the few that you tell us that we can listen to? Yeah, and that's the uh, unfortunate part that the uh, America's Doctors Association, American Medical Association, and all these people and all these organizations, they want to take out the doctors that actually are speaking the truth and know exactly what they're talking about. You know, like the doctor you're talking about from Africa to uh, McCullough to Malone to Zelensky, the uh, Trump's doctor. 
even Trump's doctor says, you know, he treated him with uh, hydroxychloroquine and he was fine in like a couple days. So you want us to believe all these other doctors that you bought and paid and put in your back pocket for Pfizer and BioNTech and Johnson and Johnson, but I'm not going to believe them. I'm going to believe the people who are in there in the middle of it doing the work. Yeah, no, 100%. I want to know, I want to know what doctors are still paying in their houses because they're getting a nice little bonus from the, all of the prescriptions that they're writing for these vaccines. The hospitals are receiving money and they're going to say, no, the hospitals are not. Somebody in that hospital is making money from this. Now I had somebody ask me the other day, cause I got into a conversation about Fauci and I was like, let's, let's not talk about Fauci just yet. I was like, isn't it interesting that they're wanting to depose Jen Psaki? Do you know that Jen Psaki, I think she was making 165000 a year as a press secretary. When she walked out of that office and let dipshit take over, the one that's in there now, Psaki's worth $12 million. <clears throat> Say that again? Jen Psaki, they came to find out that she is worth now $12 million. Wow. wonder where that $12 million, because 165000 a year doesn't equal $12 million. No. No, so, you're getting paid off there somewhere. Yeah, Pfizer and them are paying you off pretty well to continue to push that disinformation bullshit. I found it interesting that Moderna was suing Pfizer or Pfizer was suing Moderna for the for the rights of, you know, the the vaccine creation and um, right. uh, neither mm-hmm. one of you were making it when it was. We already know that the vaccine came out in 2019 and it was given to you both or all three if you had Merrick in there as well. It was given to you to reproduce. You did not create it on your own. So that that right there, you've you've already taken away the the or given yourself the discredit button, and we should never listen to a word that you say from now on. Yeah, and the one thing about this whole vaccination thing is, uh, I don't know if you've seen Clint's video the other day about Trump. Whenever he was talking the other night about being basically the father of the vaccine for COVID nineteen and how they want a biometric system now if he's going to start spouting that shit out then i won't i won't vote for him i know he's always been a huge proponent of the vaccine you know him and uh him and he's on he's on fox news they were in front of this panel or they were in front of a a crowd of people um, Bill O'Reilly. It was uh, it was Trump and Bill O'Reilly. They were both saying, "Oh no, we're vaccinated. We've got it. It's great. It's great. It's great. You should get it." But I understand if you don't. That's my Trump impression. <laughs> yeah. But you know they were they were in front saying that they got it and it's it's great. And but uh, again, I don't. You know, Freedom Stick even brought this up. When you have a pandemic that's coming out and you have a brand new drug. The leaders of your country are not the first ones in line to take this. No. So what did you actually take, Mr. Trump? How do we know how do we know that what you got is the same thing that you're giving to everybody else? Why would our leadership, which is a reason why in in anything that happens, 
to the country, there's an attack of any sort. The president is scooped up, swooped up and put in an Air Force One and he's up in the air immediately. So why would our leaders be the first ones in line to get this, get this jab? I don't believe it. Don't believe it either. I think it was one of those fake shot things that they were showing back when uh, Biden first took office, whenever he was sitting in front of the camera and they were sticking his arm. Yeah. The, you know, the little fake syringe. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen here over the next few months. Cause I still think something's going to happen. We just haven't seen it yet. Well, nothing officially transfers power until January 3rd. So there is still right. time for something to happen and no transfer of power happens. So, yeah. you know, ho- hopefully not. Hopefully it continues through and we can get to January 3rd and, and we can get the majority in, into the house. Uh, we're still waiting on the runoff for December 8th in Georgia for Herschel Walker and, and that, that uh, Senate race. Hopefully something comes about it. Hopefully Herschel Walker wins and we can have the majority in the Senate. So we got a couple things going along with Arizona. Are, are, are they still going to recount Arizona? Uh, as far as I know, they're, they're investigating all this stuff still because everything that happened in Maricopa County and I mean, come on. I mean, the entire state pretty much voted red and you have a blue governor that's and she shouldn't even been allowed to run anyway since she was the one that was over the election process anyway <laughs> yeah yeah i did a i did a podcast on that how do you have the one in charge of the election integrity being the one that's running for the seat that needs to have the most integrity that's that just yeah. seems like a conflict of interest to me just a smidge just a little <laughs> No, there's yeah. no corruption over there. I did not see a thing. It was the it was the most honest campaign run, most honest election. I don't see anything wrong with what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> honest and fair election all the way across the U.S. I tell you. <laughs> what do you What do you guys do there in in Kentucky? How's your How's your voting system? Uh, I mean, we just go in. You can uh, fill in your paper. And then you slide it into a machine that counts it. So it's mailed to you beforehand. You fill it out and then you walk into the booth or do you pull the levers there that day? No, you go into the uh, election hall, go to a table, you give them your ID, they scan it, they give you a ballot and they walk you over to a little uh, voting area and you have this big thing over the top of you where nobody can see around you and you just uh use a pen not a fucking marker which we should all know that a permanent marker will not your vote won't count has to be a damn pen (laughs) so you get to scribble in your box of what you want and then you go slide into the machine that counts it right there and tells you your uh vote's been cast Ours is completely 100% mail-in only. There is no walk-in. There is no no day of voting. It's all mail-in. Or we have we have the drop box, of course, but it's all mailed to us. We fill it out. We put it in the envelope, sign, autograph the outside, 
and then we we drop it off or put it in the mailbox. That's ours. No, no, no corruption there at all. It's all honest <laughs> and fair. Uh, these election laws definitely need to be changing everywhere. It should be the same day. It should be you should give a thumbprint and your ID, voter ID, and you get to vote right then and there. And it should be counted the night of and not extended weeks and weeks and weeks down the road. Did you hear what's going on in Maricopa County with the with the re, them recounting or them submitting the the ballots that didn't get processed on that day? Yeah, I've seen it. The the lady there was a lady that was in front of some hearing that was saying it was just trucks would come in and they thought they were done and then another truck would come in. So then they thought they were done again and then another truck would come in. She said she was there for seven days after the election and yet they still were not done. They know she knows that they counted another week after that. Like where are all these ballots coming from? And they're like then, then the next question she asked was, how many are we supposed to have total? And nobody had that answer. Nobody knew how many registered voters there were within the county. So how do you know how many votes are coming in? I mean, that just, it blows my mind. Blows my mind, but yet there's nothing to see here, folks. No illegal activity going on. Carrie well, Lake. I mean, in- in, in Pennsylvania, there too. I mean, they had a, uh, a polling center, and they didn't have the person in charge of the polling center there. They were gone, and they just had a bunch of people in there just taking care of the election, not even handing out uh, the paper for the people to. I forgot what it was, but what it ended up being is they were making people vote Democrat. And they had political posters on the wall outside the polling center of all Democrats. And then on the inside, they had them all in there, too. And so Project Veritas went in there and they exposed it. They're like, you're not supposed to be having, you know, political one side or the other of anything in here. And they exposed them for it. And I think that should be a tossed out and redone again how do you get a dead guy elected (laughs) i think what happened was was the democrats are always known for for getting dead people's votes right you've had republican voting until the day they pass and then all of a sudden they're democrats then they said hold my beer we can get a dead guy elected we don't need their votes we can get one elected and boom a dead guy was elected in pennsylvania Unreal, just <laughs> absolutely. I mean, here in Kentucky, at least, at least we went the way I was hoping it was going to go. I mean, the majority of the people I wanted to get into office, and I'm all about the local elections because I want a good mayor, I want a good sheriff, I want a good judge executive, I want all those people in place because it starts off locally. You know, you need the local community government to be good to be solid in the state. So whatever city you are in, you know, and I hear people say, well, your vote don't count. Well, it counts whenever I'm in my local elections because, you know, you, you want those people in charge. So if anything were to go sideways, at least you have the people in charge that aren't bought out or 
possibly not bought out. But the majority of the people around here where I live, I know for a fact that they're pretty much, you know, solid people. They're not bought by anybody. They're not swayed by anybody. Everything's been fair where I live. So, you know, you want a good sheriff because, you know, if government decides to do something stupid, that sheriff can deputize everybody in the county. Yes. And then you have a way to fight. And people don't realize that. And, yeah. you know, that's why I commend uh, Sheriff uh, Lamb down in Arizona. That dude right there, that's one true sheriff right there. And he's, he's already said it. You know, if you're going to go and you're going to continue to do the things you're doing, and I feel that you're a threat to my, my county and my state, I'm deputizing everybody in my county. And he's there in Kentucky? Uh, Lamb is in uh, Arizona. Is in Arizona. Yes. No, that, that is correct. Yes. <clears throat> and he's a really, he's a really good, solid, constitutional sheriff. And that's what we need a lot more of. Well, sir, I, I appreciate you coming on to the show. We have on uh, Kentucky Renegade. Where can we find you at? What's your What's your names on all of your formats? Uh, it's pretty much the same on all of them. It's uh, Kentucky Renegade Patriot 1776. Uh, for TikTok, it's that same thing, dot .35, since it's account 35, and I'm sure it'll change tomorrow. Um, Instagram, your spot, Twitter, um, Kramer says Kentucky page, uh, renegade Patriot 1776. And you have the renegade rant podcast, which is on Spotify and anchor. Uh, I believe I have that tag on my link tree to get to your podcast. So if you get to any of my profiles, you'll see my link tree there. You'll find the renegade rant podcast and, and then, yeah, I mean, I'll, I could tag your TikToks on, on the prologue of this show, but by the time it comes out, you might be three, three accounts past that. So you just search right. up Kentucky Renegade and it'll, it'll definitely come up. Yeah. Uh, as far as my link tree and my bio, I can't get that yet since I'm not a thousand. So as soon as it hits a thousand, I will be putting my link tree for the podcast in my link tree. Outstanding, sir. Um, anything else you want to leave us with? Uh, just everybody be kind to one another. Let's stop this stupid drama shit that's going on on all these social media sites. Uh, we got to quit doing the doxing and going after people and causing people to take their own lives because in the end of the day, it's not worth losing a person on earth over some drama. It needs to stop. We need to be cordial to one another. We need to be united because in the end, we're taking focus off the mission and off of what we need to really get done and, and spreading the, the word. And people just need to get over whatever kind of issue they have with people, squash it, move on. And you guys go one direction, we'll go the other. But as far as us real patriots out here, we're going to continue to keep pushing that truth no matter what. And I will keep coming back. 35 accounts have, has proven that true. So appreciate you, sir, for coming on the show. Appreciate for the, you know, the content that you put out as well as the, you know, the, the steadfastness of, of 
holding yourself accountable for what you put out there and and you know we can be called conspiracy theorists we can be called liars we can be called you know whatever but yet everything turns out to be true so appreciate you and all of all of your content that you put out there for us okay thank you for having me on your show kentucky renegade thank you for coming on to the show that was a the that was a great show. Um, we'll have to have you on again. We'll get you scheduled in or me on your show. And let's do this again very soon. Let's, let's, uh, let's get on the show. Um, as far as me, what do I got coming up? I am on the shipwreck show. I will be on there live November 29th. Um, I will post that link to my link tree for that show. I believe it's on rumble. I believe it's on YouTube. I believe it's on Twitch. So that is going to be 6 PM on November 29th. And it'll be me and the shipwreck show. So very excited to have to, to be on there, to be asked to be on, be a guest on there. So, um, that will be a great show. We've got a couple other shows that are scheduled. We've got Thanksgiving coming up. I will have another show recorded for that. Um, we will do that this week to put out for next week. So it will be taped ahead of time, but, uh, I hope you guys enjoy your families. Get out there. Fuck, fuck what Fauci says. You don't need to wear your mask to your families. You don't need to care about vaccine statuses. Fuck what Fauci says. He had some grand grand statement, some grand speech that he said about being safe this this Christmas. Yeah, 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 Thanksgiving. We don't we're we're fine. We are going to be fine. We're going to pray for those who have been vaccinated. We have more and more unexplained deaths. We have more and more blood clots. We have more and more heart problems. But we're going to pray that it doesn't happen to our friends and family. We're going to pray that the effects of the depopulation through the vaccines are not going to hurt our family members, our friends. That is the main goal, depopulation. And they are doing it through vaccines. Bill Gates told us what he was going to do. So anyway, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the great food. Enjoy the great conversation. Focus on the important things in life, in your family. And then when we're done, let's get back. Let's get back to taking on the corruption. Let's get back to putting good people in positions that need to be and we'll take control of this country. We'll take our country back and get rid of the evil that is trying to harm us, harm our friends, harm our family. Happy Thanksgiving from a little extra Lambo. Hit that notification bell for me. Hit that like button. Enjoy your turkey. Enjoy all that gravy, the stuffing. Mm, I'm getting hungry already, folks. This has been a little extra Lambo. Thank you to the Kentucky Renegade Patriot. Check them out. Renegade's Rant Podcast on Spotify and Anchor. Peace. Peace.